Hello, my name is Eric, and today is my birthday. Today I am 70 years young. Welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. Being that today is my birthday, I was going to take a, a page out of my um, out of the book of a friend of mine who was a director. This is years ago, back in the '80s, and he used to say to me, "What you need to do is, you know, get a, a theater, you know, hire a theater, you know, rent out a theater, and advertise that you're going to be on stage." He said, just get on stage, sit in the middle of the stage, and just tell your story. He said, you got to be a big hit. So that's what I've been doing with these podcasts, telling my story. The other thing is, if you have a Kindle, on Kindle Villa, I have episodes of telling my, my story. So today I am 70 years old. What does that mean to me? I don't have a faintest idea. I tell people when they when they when they say to me about, oh wow, you know, um, I didn't know you was that old. I didn't know you this, especially the ones that say I didn't know you was that old. And I'd be like, well, to be honest with you, I didn't even thought about getting this old. I mean, growing up in the '60s and '70s and doing the crazy stuff that I've done. I mean. I mean, I can go through the, the whole gamut of it. I mean, I was in car crashes and getting beat up in Central Park by white boys and and waking up in the bed with, with drug addicts and having strange people stick things in my nose and my arms and getting high. I did get beat up by six cops. Um, this is all this is all going from the 70s to the 80s. I mean, I can keep going and on and on and on. And then when you when you go to the doctors and have the doctors who who doom and gloom doctors who who look at you and say that I was morbidly obese, you're not gonna see twenty, him you're not gonna see thirty, you're not gonna see forty. I have to admit, when I did see a doctor when I was forty years old and he said, you know, at this rate you're not gonna see fifty. It wasn't until I became forty five that I took actions. Those who know my story, I did take action at the age of 45 to get my stomach stapled and and a lap band put around my stomach. I mean, that was an accident. Thanks to my sister Gail, that was an accident. And you might say, well, how was that an accident? Well, I was. it was an accident because I worked on Wall Street and there were so many people you know, back in the 70s and 80s, where you had so many employees, and I was pretty much one of them, that won't come to work on Monday. They'll call in sick on Mondays. And you know how it is. You get paid on Friday. You party your ass down all the way up until Monday morning. You can't get your ass out of the bed to go to work. So you call in sick, especially if you have sick leave. So what they did was, if you don't come to work on Monday, you have to bring in the doctor's note. You know, if you don't bring in the doctor's note, you don't get paid for it. Simple as that. Okay. Plus, they write you up. So anyway, um, so my sister said to me, my sister Gail, she said, oh, well, I know this doctor 
for $50, he'll write you a note. I said, okay. So you know what I did, party all weekend. And first thing Monday, well, Monday afternoon, because I slept all Monday morning, you know, I called in sick, and then I went to the doctor, and I told him this and that, and he wrote me out a note, and I told him, he said, how long? I told him, three days. So he wrote me out a note that I turned to back to work in three days. So that means I got three days sick leave with pay. Okay. I get back to work. You know, I get back to the office. I hand my sick leave, uh, my, my doctor's note to the human resources, right? I go downstairs on the trading floor. I'm ready to go back to work. And then my supervisor says to me, you can't work. Human resources want to talk to you. And I go back upstairs to human resources. And I said, well, what's the problem? And the girl says to me, you can't work. You have to get this operation before you can work. I said, what are you talking about? So she showed me the, dummy me, I didn't read the damn doctor's note. The doctor's note stated that I was morbidly obese and I shouldn't be working. And I, and one of the, the things that I should get was this operation. Because I know the doctor talked about the operation. I didn't tell him that I wanted the operation. But he put in the doctor's note that I needed the operation before I can go back to work. Because I was morbidly obese. So she said to me, you need to straighten this out. We can't let you, you can't let, you, we can't let you come back to work. And I was shocked. I don't know what to do. I mean, I, we talked about it. He mentioned it. You know how these doctors are. It's just like with medication these days. The doctor tell you about, oh, this, this, I got this pill that will do this. Well, anyway, that's how he was talking to me. I mean, I didn't say anything. I didn't say yes. I didn't say no. I just wanted my doctor's note. So anyway, make a little story short. I went back to the doctor because I had a follow-up, by the way. Went back to the doctor, and then he took care of everything on the um. I went and got my, uh, first of all, he was a heart doctor. He specialized in heart. Most of his clients, I did, when every time I go to his office, most of his clients was in their 60s. I was the youngest one there, I was 45. So anyway, he was a heart doctor. So we set it up. Um, I had it at, uh, what I had it at? Um, not, uh, mm. good, enough, I forgot what I had my operation. I didn't have it in Columbia Pesticide. Tyrion, I had it in the other one, the one downtown. But anyway, to me, it doesn't matter because I got prepped. And mind you, I'm in a state of kind of like a state of shock in one hand because this operation uh, took some time. I couldn't go back to work at the time. I couldn't go back to, this was in July. I couldn't go back to work until September. I had that much sick leave. I think I had two to three months sick leave that, you know, under my belt. So, I was going to get paid for all that time. And um, so they prepped me up. The girl got me laying on the bed and she handed me these papers to sign. And I'm just thinking, I'm just signing these papers. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at days, you know, this, this is, what's what, a week or two weeks? You know, this all happened in like a week or two weeks. So I'm kind of like in a daze. I happened to read one of the papers, and one of the papers said, now mind you, I, they did stick me with a needle. I don't know what needle they stuck me in, and they want me to sign these papers. And I went to sign this paper, and I, I signed it, and did something told me to, to read the, the small print, whatever. The, there was a print there, and I read it. But the paper I signed said that, if, that what it did say, that all surgeries were subject to whatever, and the possibility of dying after the surgery, they would not be responsible. 
I, I, I told the nurse, I said, I, I, don't, I don't think I want to do this. You know, I told her, I said, I don't think I want to do this. It was too late because I blacked out because they stuck me with some, I guess they stuck me under, put me under. Next thing I know, when I woke up, I had the operation already. Now, and that's what I mean by an accident. Because if they had stopped when I told them to stop, I would have never gotten the operation. So I was 45 when I had my stomach staple. And the lap band put around it. Do I regret it? No, I don't regret it. I mean, at my age, I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. When you get older, some people say they regret. I don't regret anything. And one of the reasons why I don't regret anything, I live my life. That's why I'm surprised I'm still alive by the day. Because I live my life with the idea is I do not, I did not want to be in my 80s in my 70s in a rocking chair you know you just by then you're too old to do anything and you sit there and you get depressed say oh when I was 20 I should have did this or when I was 30 I should have done that and I should have no I didn't I I done it because I didn't want myself to get like that so no I don't regret getting the uh, um, stomach staple it did help me lose 130 pounds I lost 130 pounds within a year but like anything else that was 1997 when I got the operation. 1998, I think I lost uh, 130 pounds. That was 1998. By 2008, I was back up to, I was 430 when I had the operation. And I got down to, I know I got down to 330, 300 area. But 2008, now we talk about a good, what, 10 years, 11 years later, I was up to 385. And then, here we go again. Because I got a new job, I had a new job with new insurance, and I got, you know, a free physical, went to my physical, and the doctor, I had an Eastern European doctor, and he said to me, you know you're morbidly obese, because he took all the tests, my cholesterol was up, my blood pressure was up, uh, something else was up, and and he wanted to give me a a good four pills, he's going to put me, he goes, I'm going to write out all these prescriptions because we're going to have to put you on these pills because you're morbidly obese. And then I said to him, I said, I'm not taking those, those pills. I'm not taking that medication. So he said to me something that doctors I had up to that point have not said to me. He said, okay, let's see what we can do. He didn't say you had to take the medication or you're going to drop dead. He didn't say you better take the medication or you drop dead. He didn't argue with me that he's the doctor. He knows what's best for me. He said, well, let's try something. He said, let's try to lose weight and see what happens. Now, mind you, at that point, I think I was 58. Yeah, about 58, 57, around there. And I was living in Connecticut. And then, living in Connecticut, I was working in Bridgeport. And I said to myself, well, let's, he said, let's do something. Let's lose weight. So I joined the gym. I think it was Bally's. We had a Bally's in the neighborhood. I joined Bally's gym. I asked him about personal trainer. They had a personal trainer. Got me a personal trainer. It was expensive. So three days a week, three days a week, I had my personal trainer and I changed my diet. Uh, what did I say? No dairy, no wheat, you know, basically uh, fruit, 
protein, vegetables, that was it. Now, let's fast forward. I left Connecticut, what, three years later? By uh, 2011, I was down to 285. So, I lost a good 100 pounds, more than 100, yeah, 100 pounds. And then when I moved south, where I live now, I lost another 100 pounds. My lowest weight was in, I have pictures of it, I put it on Facebook. My lowest weight was um, 2018. I was down to 206 pounds. I was squeezing, I have to say the truth, I was squeezing into a size 34 pants. They were too small, but I squoozed myself in them. Just to prove a point to people that I was working with, look how skinny I am. Um, and the only reason why I got down, I'm gonna be honest with you, the reason what happened was I technically was like a two fifth. Well, I said, what I said, two eighty five. I think I I got down to two forty, and I got sick. It's another story. I'll save that story for later. But anyway, I got sick and they had me on these antibiotics, and these antibiotics had me in the bathroom. No matter what I ate, no matter what I did, I was in the bathroom. And within, I think I lost 20 pounds in a week. And the doctor was shocked. That's when I got down to 206. He was shocked. I lost 20 pounds in a week. And he took me off the medication. It was a medication I was allergic to. I couldn't, I didn't vomit or anything. It just, anything I put in my body would immediately come out. And then I would be, excuse my expression, shitting all over the place. And I'd be like, where did all this, I didn't eat that much to be doing all this, you know. So anyway, that's how I got down to 206 pounds. That was 2018. Then I tell the story. Then COVID hit. I haven't been to the gym since gym since COVID. And look, uh, when COVID, just before COVID started, I was going to the gym. I had free 12 um, 12 week personal training. It was it was some introductory course at the gym. I had you know, but that went went by way of the. You know, because COVID came, the gym shut down, didn't open up for like, what, four or five, six months. So anyway, I'm back up uh, from 206. Look, I'm back up to, I'm actually, I'm, I'm back up to um, 250. So it's not too bad. I'm the type of person, um, it may take me 20 years to lose 20, uh, 200 pounds, but I can gain 200 pounds within a week. That's how, that's how this body is. Well, anyway... I don't know if you enjoy that story. I know you said, what does that have to do with being 70 years old? Well, it's an experience. It's an experience. That experience I just explained to you, that's a 20-year experience. I was 430 pounds in 1997. and 2018, I was down to 206 pounds. It took me that long to get down there. Now... By the grace of God, as they say, I'm, I'm only up to 250. I'm back. Hopefully, I'm back on my way down again. This, now, since I'm older, there's one thing I, I will say from being 70 years old. My eating habits has changed. I can't eat a, I can't eat a whole cake. I got a birthday cake. I hope I get one. My cousins, hope they're listening. Um, I can't eat. I could eat a whole birthday cake within a day. Now, if I have one slice of birthday cake, it's like it's enough. I've never, it was, my grandmother just said when I was a kid, don't, don't you know when you get enough? Because that's how I ate. I ate like I never got enough. Well, now since I'm 70 years old, I get enough. I mean, I'm used to eating, I'll be honest with you, up until 
six months ago, I was having um, three scrambled eggs and, two, and, and three slices of, of bacon. That was what I was having for breakfast. I can't eat that anymore. In the last month, I think I only had, well, I did have an opera, a surgery. If you keep in touch with my podcast, I had my knee replaced three weeks ago, just before I turned 70. And um, it did something to my appetite. I mean, I can, I now I, I eat one egg, two slices, or one slice of bacon, and that's about it. That's about it. And, and of course, I got to have my Starbucks. But anyway, but I don't have any philosophy or any anything to say about growing to be 70 years old. It's an adventure. And the way things are going with me, the adventure has not stopped. All I can say, stay tuned to my podcast. Because even at 70, there's some strange things that I've been doing by accident. Because all my life, I draw into these crazy psych psych people in in my life. And I have these crazy experiences. And at 70, I'm still having them. This is Eric, and thank you for listening to the damn craziness that's in my head at 70 years old.